then let's have that scene as you guys are within probably, I'd say, a mile of the the gates. You guys can have a, a chat as you trudge. Because, Nicolau, uh, you were you were responsible with carrying the dead body on that. Um, uh, uh, travel, yeah. The, um, the... <clears throat> yeah, so uh, Sai just kind of, you know, uh, slows his pace to, like, get into step with you. And, um... He's, you know, looking down, kind of like, you know, nervous a little bit, and he's like, uh, uh, hey, uh, Nicola, can, can I talk real quick? Uh, well, certainly, little one. What, what, uh, I, I just, questions? well, uh, a couple questions, but first I just want to say, I, I called you cowman, um, that's not right, I, I wouldn't like being called, you know, ankle biter, or, or grafkin, so, I'm just, I just want to say I'm sorry. Oh, well, it's, uh, it's very nice of you to say. Uh, I pay it no mind. I, I paid it none. But thank you. I, I, I appreciate it. Um, the other thing is, I, uh, I, I noticed that you were getting upset about, you know, I mean, no one likes seeing when, when people perish, but uh, it's a natural cycle of life, you know. And I just wanted to, um, you know, just make sure that though other people and cultures have different ways of dealing with it, I just want to make sure that you're okay. Oh, I'm, I'm, I understand that, uh, uh, you know, life is tenuous and life ends and that's fine. I did not want to see this one and I motion to the corpse I'm carrying. I just didn't want to see him fall prey to creeping claws and beasts of the night and who knows what else might be dwelling in there. I, I did not want to see it see, see him abandoned. That's all. That's Everyone deserves rest and peace when it's over and not to be succumbed mm-hmm. to horrors beyond our imagine. Indeed. I, 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 I too am one who, who respects life and death and, and when the soul transitions, I believe in, in Mother Nature. Recycling, and with that, there can be, you know, extra loose with the material components of one's body. Just wanted to, you know, let you know. Okay. <laughs> and, and I just, I just seem very freaked out about that, and if my, my beliefs are going to freak you out, I just want you to know that it's not in a malicious or evil way. My, my people have been labeled many, many times as evildoers. Would your, would your people do that to creatures who walk and talk and use language and worship gods? And Typically, no. But the evil ones, of course, they, they don't care about that. From what I was taught by Master, we try to recycle those that we can understand <coughs> that have passed on completely. How, how tall is your character? Uh, he's about just shy of three and a half feet. He's just that small. So he's like a he's a goblin. So he'll reach down his his semi-beefy hand and either if it's I don't know whether a shoulder or a head, but he'll just you know <laughs> tap it. Patting then, it then, then yeah, then 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 I think you and I are in agreement, my little friend. Why thank you. And uh, he pats back his, the top of your hand, and uh, <laughs> and uh, he casts guidance on you to um, get to the rest of the way. Delightful. And 
uh, Una has been sort of listening in on this conversation. If you turn to look at her, she starts sort of drifting a little bit closer, and then Sai mentions uh, evil creatures, and she sort of drifts back away. <laughs> this is rolling to interest, never mind. <laughs> <clears throat> um... In interacting with your NPC fellow travelers, you did pick up two side quests. Um, we're going to use index cards to track them. Uh, here, you may. Do you want to read them out loud for the audio, please? Sure. Would you like to share with the class, Benjamin? I will. <clears throat> Bring Adizar's shield to his brother's resting place in Lonely Wood. Uh, Bring Dizan his research in East Haven. That would be what Zao is carrying. Yes. As a reminder... Um, we also had the ashes of that. Of yeah, I also grabbed the ashes. because Okay, we yeah, I, I remember you had the shield. I didn't remember if you brought his remains. They burned, you burned out his arm. That's right. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, that can be amended to say remains. But... Uh, yeah, Adazar was your half-orc guard companion that uh, ended up getting ate up. Um, frozen. Fro yeah, frozen, frost-breathed. Frost-breathed, that is actually what killed him. Um, and he was going to lay his brother's remains to rest in Lonelywood. His brother was a lumberjack in Lonelywood. Uh, and Zhao, the wizard's apprentice, had done some research on uh, the Netherese Empire and their flying cities, a uh, uh, empire of mages that existed thousands of years ago, which you found some hints at inside the cave. There was some bas-relief carvings of flying cities of the Netherese Empire. And uh, he was bringing his re research that he had done to his master, who he said his name was Dazan, and he was meeting him in East Haven. So you have some side quests there that you follow up on at some point. But after you have your little social interaction with each other, getting to know each other, on your way to the gates of Bryn Shander, you see that the gates stand open. However, there is a guard presence on the ground level outside. These are 30-foot stockade uh, walls with 15-foot uh, gates built into them. Um, picture a row of sharpened 30-foot poles, tree trunks, really, um, backfilled with, like, 10 feet worth of dirt and then another ring of similar tall poles on the other side to form these very thick walls. Um, those of you who played Storm King Thunder might have might remember you defended Bryn Shander in that campaign against an attack of giants that would have happened about five years ago in-game. Um, normally, the gates stand open, visitors are welcome to come and go, it's not really a closed gate situation unless they're under attack, and the gates are still open, however, there is a, a guard presence on the outside, and as you get closer to the gates, it's easy to sort of start to understand why, as a frost giant, a female frost giant, is sitting, um, sort of crisscross applesauce, on the ground outside of, uh, outside of the gate. Next to her is what looks like it would be about a 10-foot structure shaped to be like a uh, six-pointed snowflake made out of wood that has been set into the snow outside of the gate. And uh, she is sitting there peacefully, although the guards are, uh, you know, understandably a little bit wary. And I have a picture of this frost giant. She looks pissed. So, what is this snowflake shape? Can you repeat? Uh, yes, it is, uh, it is a wooden. It is a wooden structure. You're not sure of its purpose. Uh -huh. It's okay. about ten feet tall, maybe eight to ten feet tall, constructed entirely out of wood. 
Um, and it is uh, shaped like a six-pointed snowflake, and it's it's sort of set with the bottom two points. It's sort of like legs, just set into the snow. You would have to get closer to maybe ascertain a purpose. From our distance, it's like an art piece. Is kind of what yeah, it does. It does kind of look like a sculpture or a statue okay. or something like that. Um, she does look very pissed in this picture. She is not that pissed as you're <laughs> speaking to her now. Um, or as you as you are seeing her now, she's just sort of sat in the snow. Um, like blocking the gate or just sort of off the path uh, away. Um, sounds like she's just not being let in right away. And that's exactly what you're you're sort of getting is that you know the, the guards don't necessarily want her want her there, but she's not putting up a fuss about getting in. She's just sort of sitting there being observed. Um, and you are maybe we'll say 100, 150 feet away from the gate. Um, how would you like to approach this situation? I would like to be up in front with the torch. Plain sight. All right. All right. Nicolau? Do any of you uh, speak giant? I do. Oh, okay. How's Una reacting to all this? Uh, Una is sort of hanging back and like very warily looking at the guards and kind of in that 14-year-old girl way, like definitely moving forward, but kind of almost like someone's pushing her towards Brinchander. She really does not want to go into the town. Gotcha. And, uh, Sai, how do you feel about all this? Um, Sai is... He knows Ogre, but this is probably what he would say is the biggest Ogre he's ever seen. <laughs> Understandable. Um... Of note, as a goblin, you know you are allowed to come and go freely. They do not discriminate based on based on the fact that you're a goblin. You, you're, you're not, like, you know, stopped at the gate or anything. You've come and done business here before. Um, right in the middle of the trail, just... <laughs> <laughs> um, Thankfully, it freezes almost immediately. That's how goblins so just... fucking do it. I, uh, that's, that's why they call it gobblestone. That's some lore I wasn't aware of. Um... <laughs> So as you approach the uh, the gate, one of the guards that's keeping an eye on this frost giant is a, uh, a redheaded female dwarf who's you know got her guard badge pinned to a uh, furry overcoat and um, she uh, she turns and and starts to approach you as you start to make your way up the path and waves you over and uh, that's her and. Um, she'll greet you and say uh, I'm sorry fellow travelers you're uh, you're gonna have to wait outside the gate a bit we've got uh, we've got a crowd we've got to move through and then once they have cleared the gate you will uh, we'll let you through is there some problem going on uh, no there's a, there's a religious party that uh, we're escorting from the gates they they uh, they draw a bit of a crowd and we just don't want anybody to get hurt does it have to do with your wayward traveler over there yes that's one of them she's uh, she's not allowed in the city she she understands. Understood. Understood. It should only be a few minutes. I, I I see the lights have gone out, so they must be on their way. Do you require any assistance with communication? Oh, uh, you mean with the biggin? Yes. Oh no, she speaks common. Oh. She 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 understands. She's not a problem. She she's you know she understands that we have a rule against frost giants inside the city. Even the best meaning ones can accidentally knock over a building. You know how it can be. Very true. Um. Does any, would anybody like to say anything to her? Will, will, uh, will she be fine sitting out there like this? She's sort of sitting out in the cold. Oh, they don't. Their kind doesn't feel the cold. Oh, 
Yes, it, she's a frost giant. Oh, they're very raised, fortunate. <laughs> they're raised. They're raised to embrace this sort of brisk sort of uh, environment. Uh, they even sail the uh, the sea of moving ice. Go swimming in it. <laughs> yes. Anybody else like to speak to? She introduces herself, by the way. It's Ogric. Ogric. Ogric Brighthelm. These Brighthelms. What is this, uh... So what is this, uh, religious party? Are they worshippers of some... They, uh, they call themselves the Children of Oriel, the Frost Maiden. Oh. And, uh, ever since the Everlasting Rhyme has visited itself upon our ten towns, they've come demanding sacrifices to their goddess to appease us. Or appease her, rather. Uh... As soon as she says that, uh, Una, which one of you is taller? Probably. Well, I'm about six. <laughs> which one of you is a baller? Uh, <clears throat> I'm probably only about five nine. Yeah. So she's gonna sort of step behind Nicolau. Okay. Um. Uh, what kind of uh sacrifices? It's a troubling word. <laughs> yeah, it's completely understandable. They they demand human sacrifices or humanoid sacrifices. So far, the speaker has uh, has shot them down at every chance she's gotten. Uh, no taste for it, and and I rightly agree. Uh, judging by the fact that the lights are out, we will be in keeping with our usual tradition. Uh, no fires for warmth on the new moon. Um, we sacrifice warmth to the goddess as opposed to life. Um, which uh, well, it makes for no minor inconvenience, but usually the common rooms at all the inns are free, so that you know we can all gather in one place and stay warm. Um, good for the innkeepers, better for the people that aren't getting sacrificed. Do these children of Arul accept that? It is a traditional sacrifice, but they are becoming more insistent as this everlasting night overstays its welcome. Some of the towns have already started sacrificing people. Um, uh, I, I guess I'll turn to, to Cus. Coos. Coos. I'll turn to Coos and say, Coos, Coos. Uh, um, "Shall we just? Are, are we comfortable staying? Should we get him in?" I'm trying to keep this under my breath as I talk. <clears throat> um, he says, "On matter of comfort, I would." defer to your decision-making. I do believe that we're safe here to wait it out in front of the gates. I don't believe harm will come to us with an eyesight of the guards. I'm just, well, you know, and I will kind of make um, a gesture to, like, somebody who's hiding behind me. I'll say, I'm not sure some of us are comfortable staying outside. We should probably find some better shelter in, inside, but I'm not sure I'm comfortable with these uh, children. Pilgrims, perhaps I should call them. Because uh, we'll say, well, um, our options are going to be uh, finding shelter in Bryn Shandar or getting back on the road for several days. Uh, and after the events of the last 40 hours, uh, I would very strongly caution you to select Bryn Shandar as your next destination. Um, it's about this point during your conversation that two figures, this, there's a, there's not a big crowd gathered around. There's not a lot of people coming and going Bryn Shander these days. Um, but there are a few, uh, stragglers, hangers about that, you know, just were caught outside the walls and now they're in like a traffic jam. Um, like a, think of like a funeral procession where they stop traffic to let everybody through. This is kind of where you're at. Um, 
And you see two figures. One of them is wearing a um, like a white furred cloak over black plate mail armor uh, with two swords belted at his hips. The other one is um, a very gaunt dragonborn. Um, tough to tell gender with all the clothes on, um, but has the uh, the trappings of a spellcaster. Uh, you know, there's uh, a, a book and a staff, the sort of things you'd expect to, to see a spellcaster with. And this... Uh, this male, um, in the plate male, he's got a very dark complexion, long white dreadlocks, and he approaches and um, he actually approaches Pavu, and um, sort of gives like a little, like kind of a martial arts style bow and says Shadow Fist, and um, Pavu excuses himself politely from the the party, and they have a, a brief interaction, and um, you you sort of can see by the body language it's a dressing down. Um, Pavu is getting the you know, kind of... It's a reprimand? Yes. Wow. Um, Rude. And your dress kicked by a wolf, Shadow Fist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got Shadow Fisted. Um, <laughs> and after after uh, after this dressing down, he goes back to the... Pavu goes back to the party and says, um, uh, my friends, please, uh, if you will, when your business in Brinchander is done, meet me in Targos. I have to return. Uh, I have duties to attend to, but... Um, when you are done here, maybe a few days, you come find me in, in Targos. Uh, there will be work for us. Meet me in Targos. I have to return this knife set that I was given for... <laughs> not Target. Uh, not Target. Oh, okay. <laughs> Targos is Target in Rome. We're not in Rome. Yes. Yeah. Tar- um, Targos is the plural of Target. I do want to uh, see if I can slip away from the party for a second to talk to this giant. If yes. They're, uh, all by themselves. Um, and I will approach out in the open. I want to be visible. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll keep the torch uh, up at eye level so that my face is visible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I will issue a greeting in giant. Uh, and she will respond in kind. Um, I'm not sure what the traditional frost giant greetings would Get be. Get fucked! Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you for not setting me on fire. Um, yeah. And uh, <clears throat> she will uh, regard you with a keen eye and, and say... Uh, you look like one who is friendly with the Northlings, yes? Uh, indeed, I have made travels up there on many occasions. Uh, forgive my accent, I was taught the language by uh, stone giants. Ah, yes, the dreamers under the earth. They are good people, although they have weird ideals. They seemed convinced that I didn't truly exist. They believe that nothing above the ground exists, and it is all a dream. I can't prove them wrong, and that troubles me deeply. But I don't believe that is so. Are you a worshipper of Oriel? Uh, I am a worshipper of the natures of the mountains, but uh, I understand that you're here with a... Is it a delegation of type? Of a type? Uh, we are some like-minded individuals who have uh, determined through study and prophecy that this darkness and this everlasting winter is the doing of the Frost Maiden, and that if we are to survive it, we must turn our worship and our adoration to her, and to sacrifice before her. Um, the Ten Towns perhaps has grown too strong and too populous, and this this will anger the Frost Maiden. She likes things to be in frozen beauty. Ah, uh, yes, I have actually heard similar musings from the spirits as well. So perhaps we are like-minded. Uh, 
Is this, and I gesture to the construct, an affectation of your worship, or is this merely art? This is an affectation of my worship. This is, um, it is a gift from the children of Oriel to the people of Bryn Shander that they might uh, realize their place in Oriel's winter. Um, and she gestures to it, and you can see now that the um, two of the arms of the snowflake and two, the two that make up the legs have um, shackles chained to them. It is at this altar that they, they would make their sacrifice. And what kind of sacrifice? I understand that it's of humanoid nature. Frequency? Every new moon until the, the uh, Frost Maiden is appeased. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I can't say that I share the same sentiment or uh, ideology, but... I certainly can understand and empathize with where your kind are coming from. Um, it is unfortunate that they keep you outside of the gates. It is an understandable safety precaution on their parts. It was not so long ago that many that looked like me came to this gate not wishing to save these people, but to harm them, to destroy them and take what they had. It is unfortunately the way of many of my people. And for their sins, I repent. Oh, very good. Uh, I must rejoin my party. I'm sure we'll be getting through the gates ourselves soon, but it's been a pleasure to speak with you. I didn't catch your name. Uh, well, that's probably Josh. Uh, my name is Yvit. Yvit. Yvit Heldren's daughter. Yvit. It's E-V-I-G-T. Ha, <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. I'm going to write it phonetically. Uh, what was the last name? Heldrin, H-E-L-D-R-U-N-S, daughter, D-O-T-T-I-R. As uh, as Kuspalad finishes uh, conversing with um, Evit, Heldrin's daughter, the uh, the frost giantess, um, you turn around and Zev appears and says, "Hi, I'm still here." Um, oh, gross! I push him down. <laughs> okay. Uh, and we're outside of the city. Still? You are outside the gates, <laughs> although you can hear. Um, you know, sort of uh, voices and, and footsteps crunching through the snow. Uh, it, it appears that whatever you're being held up for is getting close to exiting. If you'd like to interact with any of these set pieces before we move on, you may. Hmm. Uh, do we know how long that uh, Evite has been here? Uh, she did not say. Uh, if you'd like to ask her, you may find out. Or you could ask the guards, the same thing. Um, well... She seems more at home here than the others, uh, but I don't yet speak giant, so I will ask the guards. She speaks common. You, yeah, you may speak to her in common. She speaks common if you wish. It won't be as big a flex as me talking to her in giant. Yes, Kuspalad speaks giant, so he wanted to go get his giant. <laughs> yeah, on. but you speak shitty stone giant. I do giant. speak shitty stone giant. Oh. giant. Yeah. Okay, and so. So does it sound like a stoner? I appreciate y'all like catching up. Mm. Uh, this is very in medias res. I may just have to follow along to get the That's thing fine. moving. But um, we can backtrack too. If you think of something you want to say, we can do a little. No, if we're, if we're being held up outside, and it seems to be due to this ice, type, <clears throat> ice giantess. Uh, not so much her, but her group. Her group is on the inside of the city, being escorted out. She just wasn't allowed in because other, she is other a frost. Oh, these people are leaving the they city. Are yeah, they are not. They did their stuff. They did oh, their okay, okay, okay. Yeah, you, you will see if you wait around long enough. It is a the the ch- children of Oriel, as they call themselves, are made up of the gamut: orcs, elves, humans, halflings. Okay. And, uh, Una Dicks. is currently hiding behind Nicolau. Yes. Somebody mentioned the word human sacrifice, and that's not something any of us took lightly. 
Not All necessarily right. they were human, but they said sacrifice. Humanoid. Yeah, humanoid. It set off some uh, yeah, radar, think, you know, alarms. I think the, Zev would like to talk with the giantess sure. while we're waiting for these uh, this kerfuffle to end. Absolutely. <clears throat> uh, not that I need to bow to something so big, but I will <laughs> all, all the same. <clears throat> And plus it is a female, so Zeva immediately appreciates that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she would say, and I'll try to speak up for the mic this time, by the way. <laughs> I got the gain up a little bit too. So I, I appreciate you giving me gains, bro. Uh, so, <clears throat> after a bow, greetings, mighty giantess. I understand you are seeking sacrifices. It is true. Uh, the people of Brinchander sacrifice warmth instead of life, and life is what's called for these days. What manner of sacrifices are you seeking? That of a humanoid to give their their beating heart and their life essence to Aureal. Is there a specific type of humanoid required or preferred by the goddess? The goddess would appreciate any sacrifice. Um, she does not discriminate. <coughs> How has been your reception so far with these surf- <laughs> rebel humans? <laughs> uh, it is understandable that they have been reluctant. It is not a practice that anybody is eager to take on. Uh, but as this everlasting rhyme has taken hold and has shown no signs of abating, people are starting to understand why we are being so severe with our demands for... Sacrifice. That's and a rap name, by the way. Everlasting Rhyme. <laughs> um, some of the townsfolk in the Ten Towns have adopted the practice. And indeed, they report finding the wintry conditions around their cities somewhat lessened. And I believe that in communing with the goddess, that if all showed such reverence to her mighty power, that perhaps this winter will be less, will be lessened and even relieved. And the sun may be allowed to shine once again on Icewind Dale. As she is talking, may I flex my history muscles to see what I might recall that would be relevant about Frost Giants? Yes, you may. Cool. May, and also, Paul, may I use your tray? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> is it a one? He cursed himself it, by using Paul. my tray. <laughs> yeah, I walked right into that one. Frost Giants are traditionally very short. Yeah. They like fire. <laughs> Naturally. Okay, cool. And they make toys in the North Pole. Yes. <laughs> So no specific details about them in particular at this time. No, nope. right, cool. No, nope. not your not your area of expertise apparently. Uh, but I am expertise in history. Ah, uh, not hate, not this history. I hate I it. Hate <laughs> it. Okay. So anyway, uh, I, she will just ask. The, she will be asking this question anyway. <clears throat> All right. And what brings you on this diplomatic mission? I what, come... what, in other words, what, what brings you to care so much for those, well, in a lesser position as yourself. Uh, it is um, it is a missionary position that I hold. <laughs> um, <laughs> to uh, this land is uh, akin to the homeland of the goddess, and it is her who holds sway here. She would want more followers. She would want more power in her chosen realm. Uh, yet the people of Ten Towns choose to worship gods of summer and sun and life. It, this is not the way for Icewind Dale. I see. And what do you hope to achieve, then? Conversion of the populace? Yes, very much. My culture also makes sacrifice to a goddess, and it has served us very well. 
thank you, Evite. Uh, have, 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 well, of course, I, I skipped the introductions part, but... You would have, yeah, yeah, you would have gotten that. Let's assume the pleasantries were made. Mm. Thank you, Evite, for talking with me. I will do my best to help them see reason, if possible. The I first... imagine, do you have forces in waiting for them, should they fail to convert? Ours is a peaceful mission for now. It, the goddess, uh, the goddess flexes her own might here. We need not raise arms. The cold will make believers of them one way or another. Indeed. Your patience is appreciated with the smaller folk. It is not often I get to converse with people who are so friendly and accepting of the message. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Give another swift bow and return to the group. We were the right people for that job, Jesus Christ. Yeah, we just moves up with the human sacrifices, Jesus. Yeah, hey, you know, you didn't yes. think that's where the campaign was going. <laughs> Anybody else want to do anything while we're here, or are we moving on? Do we have any people we could sacrifice? <laughs> get this child. I have a plan. <laughs> <laughs> I just, if, if you, okay, so human sacrifice is human sacrifice, right? But if you sacrifice a minotaur, is it a big sacrifice? <laughs> 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 That's why you're slathering him with special sauce oh, first, or? Yeah. Uh, you could take inspiration because Please I don't have a yoga degree. terrible. <laughs> I already have inspiration. Oh, well, then you get nothing. Yeah, and that, was like that was awful. <laughs> but I'm just, the um, real inspiration is the, 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 <laughs> the jokes that we made along the way. <laughs> so, um, wrapping up your. Oh, go ahead. Well, I don't know if anybody else said anything, but um, uh, um, Nicola does want to ask uh, uh, the guard. Um, mm. uh, excuse me, uh. Uh, is there a um, uh, is there a temple or a uh, um, you know somewhere within the within the confines of the city that uh, that I may visit if you may see and I, I point to the tra the travel I'm carrying and, and we have lost a comrade and I would like to see that um, he be given a, uh, a a sanctified repose as it were. Uh, and she sees that you're carrying, uh, you had like a, a litter or something you were carrying the body on, and she'll make a, a swift kind of uh, whatever, you know, religious symbol, and she may say, oh, the damn mountains take a lot of lives these days. I'm so sorry to hear about the loss of your companion. Uh, they, we do have two large uh, temples here uh, of worship. Do you know what he worshipped? Uh, I do not know. That is unfortunate. Well, um... Uh, it was an elf, right? Half elf. <clears throat> he was he was of uh, elven uh, descent, at least partially. If that if that uh, helps you, it may actually. Uh, you may wish to talk to Mishan at the house of the Morning Lord. Hmm. Um. She is a priest of uh, Amanator. Uh, I don't know if your friend followed his elven parents' lineage or maybe his human parents, but either way. Uh, the God of the Sun will more than be more than willing to accept your friends' uh, remains and, and see them sanctified. Thank you. Thank you very kindly. Uh, the other temple, mm -hmm. in case you are <laughs> interested in, in shopping around, is, um, <laughs> is the House of the Triad. Um, you, you'll, you'll see the, the towers, three 15-foot-tall three, uh, towers. You can't miss it. Um, that is where uh, they worship uh, Ilmater, Torm, and Tyr. All of them are, are good gods that uh, would be more than willing to help you lay your friend's remains to rest. I thank you. Very good information. Do you know how much longer uh, we'll, be, we'll be waiting out here? 
Um, she uh, she sort of looks over to one of her fellow guards who um, sort of gives like a gesture like right over there, and she's like, "There, any minute, the children of Oriel are are just exiting the city now. We're just they are a controversial group, and uh, we just don't want to see anybody get hurt or do anything stupid." Um. I, I will. Uh, I will sort of uh, whisper, whisper to Una behind my back, and I will say, "Let's let's move off the trail. We will move. Uh, we'll move a bit off so we don't run into them when they come out." Una just nods, and in your voice, in your head, you hear, "Don't let them see me." Um, I think I can do this. Um, I think I can also do it in my head, but I don't remember if I can. Yes, I actually can. You fucking weirdos. <laughs> You're just mad because you can't and I, listen in on our, our I will, uh, I will whisper back. I will whisper back, um, agreed. And uh, perhaps you and I should talk. You can do that? Uh, indeed. I can only say indeed. <laughs> I, can only say indeed. <laughs> I can only speak in pumpa, um, pumpus. <laughs> he can only speak indeed. Would you like an administrative assistant position? For 30 <laughs> 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 Medical billing and coding. Hey, I did that. Yeah, did yeah. it suck? Remove it. That was great. I got really? to listen to audiobooks all fucking day. That's cool. Loved it. Um, so Una is is how are you being surreptitiously hidden? Uh, I am sort of taking cover behind um, Nicolau. All right, and you're just sort of using your sort of yeah. So Nicolau is where I mean I don't know if we've gone into this, but Nicolau was wearing like a big blue woolen coat with like like he likes to proclaim that it's seal fur lining and it's pretty big and drapey, so she can easily hide behind that, especially if I try to yeah. And she's got puff her, up a little bit. She's got her winter gear on. She's got the cloak sort of wrapped up, and she's got the um oh uh, Pavu ripped off his blanket and sort of made a shawl for her. So yes. she's got that up and, like, over her face so you can really only see. She's all burkered up right yeah. now. Gotcha. And, Sia, <laughs> what are you doing while all this is going on? Uh, <coughs> is there uh, an apothecary or alchemist in this town? You're saying this to the to the guard? Yeah, that's what I'm asking. Yeah. Um, checking my notes. Uh, yeah, if it's... Uh, if it's potions and herbs and elixirs you're looking for, uh, Piona's actually in the market square deals in, in those types of things. Thank you. Uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you got a little frog in your throat there, eh? He always does. I almost <laughs> wanted to say on goblin and then he <laughs> <laughs> well, No, I was took frog snacks on me. That's why I got a frog in my throat. By the way, am I the only one who went to talk with the giantess? Nope, Goose Pilat also did. Okay, cool. But he did it in Giant because, you know... Big nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a big language for big people. That's right. Uh, so I guess as Zev returns, she will just remark to the party, it appears I'm not the only diplomat in town. How close are we to getting in? And as a matter of fact, as you say that, um, the procession of the children of Oral starts to exit, or, or real, starts to exit the, uh, the gate, um, you can't have children from Oral. <laughs> Shows what you know. <laughs> You've been doing it wrong. Um, and uh, with that, Evie um, stands up and exiting the gate led by um, two identical twin um, 
So the procession led by uh, these two identical twin female, um, they look like uh, half-elves, given the somewhat pointed ears and angular features. Um, well, if you put them together, you could have an elf and a human. That's terrific. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but they, they walk through and they're wearing um, sort of uh, white furred shawls and they are actually walking hand in hand and they um, as they go they're, they're swinging like a um, it looks like a, an incense what is that they swing in church that holds the it's incense sensor. Sensor, sensor thank yeah. you um, one of those but shaped in this six pointed star flake configuration the same as the um, the crucifixion station outside sweet um they're swinging that, and behind them is just a uh, about uh, fifteen to twenty mixed humanoids, humans, uh, half elves, halflings, um, a dwarf, uh, and there's a full blooded orc in there. Um, just a, 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 a the gamut of humanoid races, all wearing a uh, similar pattern, like white coverall. Um, and they uh, they exit and they gather around Eve and Eve stands literally above them, but also seemingly figuratively above them as she sort of holds some station over them. And um, as they exit, one of the guards that was sort of walking with the procession hands a note to Augrek Breithelm, your your guard that you've been speaking with, and um, she reads it and she sort of addresses you and the few other people that are standing about outside the gate. And she says, per order of Speaker Dervessa Shane, in keeping with tradition, the first night of the new moon, the town of Bryn Shander will make a sacrifice to Aurel the Frostmaiden. No flame shall be kept for light or warmth within the city walls for 24 hours. The town will not offer the life of any of its citizens in appeasement to the demands made by those who have named themselves the children of the Frostmaiden. And there's like a tense moment where everybody sort of wants to see the rea- reaction of these children of the Frostmaiden. Uh, particularly Evit, the frost giant, and they sort of gather around and there's sort of a, a saddened, defeated look on their face, but they um, they take the news somewhat well and, and start to filter out down the road, um, heading in sort of a westerly direction. And they begin speaking to each other in, in somewhat hushed tones, particularly these two um, half-elves, these identical twin half-elves, and Evit seem to be having a conversation. And... Um, as they start to walk away, Agrek turns back to you and um, and says, uh, if you uh, if you all are ready to go in, uh, you promise not to cause any trouble, you'll have a great time in Bryn Shander. Uh, if it's a bit of trade you wish to do, the market is straight ahead. Uh, that's where you'll find Pionas. Uh, if you're craving a warm drink, I recommend Firebeard's Brandy. It's only served at Kelvin's Comfort. Um, and she... Um, she looks at Anon Ironhelm, your NPC friend, and says some, something quickly in, in Dwarvish. Oh, I speak Dwarvish. Dwarvish, Same. Dwarvish, Dwarvish. So you catch the, that she says, um, uh, in Dwarvish, she says it's uh, it's a traditional Dwarvish tavern um, to her. Um, and uh, that's located on your right as you enter the market square. If you have any other questions, I'm always here at the South Gate. I'm willing to, to give you directions anywhere you need to go. Please enjoy your stay at Bryn Chander. And uh, again, I'm sorry to hear about the loss of your companions. I'm going to uh, grab a piece of leather from my pack, okay. and I'm going to snuff out the flame on my torch with it. All right. I will cast Dancing Lights. That's fine. That's my catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Sai kind of like taps you, Coos, and is like, um, 
24 hours without warmth. That's 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 deadly here. Is well, it can be for those who are unprepared for it. But if you steal your mind and body, you'll be fine. I don't want him to steal my mind or body. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be allowed to keep them both. Trust me. Okay. So. Ogrek is willing to point you to any uh, any place you might want to go as far as shopping or finding a place to stay uh, in order to keep it a more directed uh, conversation. However, though, I made you a little menu of places you can visit while Ooh, in Brenshan. I'll have a Piona's oils and elixirs and a side of Kelvin's comfort. I'm, I'm having flashbacks to when Ben did the tequila menu for Wild West. <laughs> I wish I could remember it. <laughs> Whenever I hear the term Bryn Shander, it's something I want to order at a cocktail bar. It's it sounds too much like, like a... it sounds too much like Shandy. Yeah. Bryn or, Shandy, yeah. Uh, uh, brandy and Shandy. Brandy. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like lemonade, beer, and brandy. It's like the world's worst. Keep you really warm. I'm sure somebody's into it. Interesting. <clears throat> it's like a boiler maker um, if you're. Where are we going suck. first? Well, Nicolau will say, you know, I, I intend to see, uh, you know, Zhao. Yeah, I place think, somewhere. I think dropping the body off is yeah. First, yeah. Right? So I will meet you wherever you want to meet. Yeah, and the plus or side is not going to go bad. You can leave it anywhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It'll stay fresh for as long as you. Well, need it's going to be freezer burn. We didn't wrap it yeah. around. Um, so I will say, and get trying to get myself back in character. Um, I'm guessing we all have plenty to do here in town. Uh, you've mentioned going to Piona's, and I would come with you if you'll have my. Company. As you say that again, like um, Sai starts to look uncomfortable. I was like. Uh, yeah, we can we can go there after everything else. I don't, you know, we, that, you know, whichever. Um, I'm gonna insight you. <laughs> <laughs> Something is wrong. <laughs> uh, how do you feel about a fifteen insight? Is there anything that you would reveal to me with a fifteen insight? Your choice. I'm not gonna make you. Um, I so you've been traveling with Sai quite a bit, and he's very open and like, you know, um, he's definitely hiding something. Um, he did mention that he he is on guild business. Before. Oh. All right. Um, would I know about any foreign languages that you speak? Um, he's. I assume you speak common and goblin, and maybe something else. Yeah. Uh, well, he said grafkin, which is a, a goblin uh, derogatory term. Um, <laughs> but other than that, just uh, oh, and he's spoken undercommon with um, okay. Zev. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say uh, I've been guiding groups of all types for a long time, and I understand discretion. He just nods. Uh, are you um, so? This conversation about what you see about him obviously is more between the two of you. But uh, the conversation about where to head to are you, you having that sort of out loud? Would would Anon Ironhelm be able to interact with this? Is what I'm getting at. Probably a party-wide conversation about what yeah. to do with the body first, I would yeah. think. Oh, right? that's, that's our first priority. Is she will. That. She will. Nicolau's not that. subtle. He wouldn't. Yeah. yeah. Whisper. yeah. <laughs> she's she's going to acquiesce to the party's wishes when it comes to what to do with the remains. So. Uh, well, then Zev would say, "You males have those bodies in hand. I have business at the speaker's house. Perhaps at some point later, I would be happy to sponsor any trips or expeditions you make, <laughs> as we will require wealth to stay warm, particularly with fires out." And uh, as you say something about males having bodies in hand, even though the, she's been kind of uh, sort of frightened looking this whole time, you do hear a little bit of a giggle from Una. Sweet. 
Um, I will say me, you're playing your spirit animal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, creepy teenager, me. Yeah, I, I will say uh, if you're looking to stay warm with liquor, uh, Kelvin's comfort is fine. But for my experience, the North Look Inn is uh, warmer in atmosphere. Uh, <clears throat> Anon will speak up and say, uh, uh, doing the type of work that it seems like you guys want to do. Yeah, you, you, your prospects are going to be at the North Look. I know that much. Um, my uh, my cousin works at Kelvin's Comfort. He runs a fine establishment, but uh, not the adventurers type. More traders. So I suggest uh, we all conduct whatever business that we have here in town and regroup at the North Look. But she does say wherever you decide to go, the first round's on me. Oh, that's wow. Cool. Um, Most kind of you and on. Is it like when you're on the bus and they give you twenty quarters for the for the casino or something? <laughs> they hand out drink tickets. <laughs> yep, yep. Or the pull tab. Yeah, they give you the pull tab. Nice. You get a Shirley Temple. <laughs> do I get so, a, Do I get a bendy straw? No. <laughs> but they put an you umbrella monsters. with a Maraschino cherry. Yeah, yes, but it's it's like a porno one because that's all they have. <laughs> like a bachelorette party. Um, <laughs> cherries on the nipples. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like first stop is the house of the morning well, well there is one more thing that yes. I will say mm. I do suggest we make ourselves useful lest we become candidates for sacrifice foreigners are often targets of such things enjoy your business everyone <laughs> you, you, you get a bit more of a knowing look from <laughs> she, says, she says it all with a smile like, mm. like hey I come from a place where this is totally cool and now I'm informing you about it. I come from a land down under. I do. She does. <laughs> We're waiting blow and wind. <laughs> we put the men in a blender. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Zev is going to the speaker's house. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rest of the party is going to bring the body to the house of the morning lord. Do we all have to? I mean, I, was, I, I mean, I you can split the party as many ways as you want. It's just we, if you wish. we, we do just... know how you love splitting the party. Yeah. Yeah, my only push is uh, I do want to go to Piona's Oils and Elixirs. I mean, I, we can go together. I just don't want to go alone. Yeah, no, let's do that then. So the two of us will go there. You two already have a thing going. Why don't you two take care of the body? You've got business. Pavu's already gone. I think this seems like it makes sense. Perfect. Uh, we'll start uh, from my end of the table working down. So we're going to go to Piona's first. Oh, boy. <laughs> um... So the first thing, as you you have no trouble finding Piona's. Um, by the way, it is uh, tough to tell time in the Everlasting Rhyme, but this is dinner time. We'll say dinner time. Um, uh, Piona's is easy to find because outside of this uh, very narrow storefront is a copper bathtub filled with a multicolor fluid that is constantly swirling, separating, joining. It does, like, have a little bit of luminescence that comes off of it, um, but mostly because, like, sometimes when some of these colors come in contact and start to mix, there's a bit of a reaction, and it bubbles up and uh, and fizzes. Um, and that just stands in the sidewalk just outside the front door. Um, inside of the room is... Uh, it's narrower maybe even than this room the walls are lined with shelves of different color potions and there's uh, one like a, a locked glass case where scrolls are sort of labeled and, and placed uh, in, in neat rows and um, Piona is a, um, a druid uh, a female druid with uh, like long hair in like six separate braids and she is uh, 
You see that she, as you're walking in, she's going around snuffing out all of her candles as well. Um, and she hears the door open. She says, oh, I hope you brought uh, your own light. It's hard to read scrolls in the darkness. Um, I'm outside still. Okay, you're outside? Yeah. Uh, I'll go in. I probably won't even notice that you're not following me if mm-hmm. that's the case. Um, but I'm sure I've been here before, so would it, she probably would recognize me if I'm a regular customer yet. Sure, if you're a regular yeah. customer. She'll, it, oh, Kuspelat. Oh, it's a pleasure to see you. I'm, I'm glad the Everlasting Rhyme hasn't taken you. Uh, it keeps trying, but I keep coming back. <laughs> um, would you like to talk in the greenhouse? It's a bit warmer. That would be wonderful, actually. All right. She starts climbing up the ladder, and um, mm. she pops a hatch, and inside, inside of her greenhouse, um, the air is noticeably warmer. Um, and there is sort of a, uh, a present, like a, an ever-present light that uh, actually illuminates the space, um, though clearly from a magical means, because it doesn't. It comes from like no place and every place all at the same time. Um, and there's many like, like potted plants, and you know the 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 moisture sort of clings to the to the flat surfaces. Um, not much of a place to sit, but uh, she offers you a clear spot on the floor and. What can I do for you? I'm sorry, uh, the cramped quarters. It, it's, it's hard not being able to light a candle downstairs. No, understood, understood. Uh, I'm looking for a bit more of those berries, the ones that are toxic for eating. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, I think I have some more of those in stock. What did I charge you last time? A couple silver, I believe. Oh, uh, okay. Um, yeah, I, we, we'll keep the same price. Two silver, and I'll give you, I can give you a handful... Uh, things are not growing as fast as they used to, I'm afraid. Uh, understood. Um, and sage. Sage, not a problem. Much as you need. Um, that'll, that'll be five copper. <coughs> Excellent. Uh, I will immediately mark that. Uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll make small talk with her for a while. We don't have to RP it all out, but mm-hmm. uh, I'm basically here to buy a couple of berries that you're not supposed to eat. Okay. Um, <clears throat> nothing like illicit, just, you know. Man berries. Probably used for dyes or something like that, okay. uh, and uh, and pick up some sage, and I'll make small talk long enough as is polite, and then kind of look for an excuse to gather the conversation. The uh, the berries the berries that you don't eat are expensive for that very reason. They're they're normally the kind of things like we get them a lot up here. Those wild blueberries that are toxic, and they usually grow on weeds. Yep. People don't grow them on purpose, and there's the berries that aren't eaten don't have a lot of use in. Yeah. She's basically growing them. For I'm you. assuming it's basically like a like a spell component for some yes. spell nobody casts, and probably yeah. looks like holly berries or something. But something along those lines, sure. But yeah, so I'll um, make schmooze talk long enough to, to be polite, and then once it's a, a normal break in the conversation, I'll kind of excuse myself. She um she of course turns the conversation to the sacrifices, oh, yeah. and expresses that you know thank thank God Duvessa is keeping her keeping her wits about her during these trying times that some of the other towns have already. Given, uh, given these monsters what they're looking for. Spirits call out for recompense, but they're not looking for lives. Well, that's not what those white-wearing devils would tell you. <laughs> I spoke with one outside the gates, the big one. Oh. Yeah, I, I mean, just re- religious types, they, they always have something to say nice about human sacrifice. <laughs> they could make even the worst sin sound like it's a holy act. It does sound like that's their best effort. Well, anyway, is there anything else I can get for you? Or? I have a companion with me, and I don't know where they are. They were meant to come in with me, and I think I may have left them out in the snow. 
And at that awkward point is when <laughs> Sly would enter. Um, but he does have a shiny silver badge on him now. Oh, in okay. the symbol of... It has, like, leaves and vines coming up. And it has, like, a little um, uh, vial, like a potion. Mm-hmm. And um, it's... Uh, he kind of, like, walks in and he's just kind of like... Uh, hello, hello Pilona. Uh, um, you know... Ah, it's me, Sly. And, uh, Would you know Piona, or is this right, the first right. time you met her? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, well, I didn't. I didn't know you two knew each other. Well, uh, uh, we've, we've known each other for a little time. <laughs> and, uh, we were almost killed in an avalanche together. Oh, uh, Oh, remember that time we almost died. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, I'm here on official guild business, as you know. What can I do for the guild? Part of the cycle, just you know the the. It's due season. <laughs> and uh, I just need to take a look at your records and uh, they, you know, are requesting their percentage. Oh. Are you an IRS agent? <laughs> are you the mob? <laughs> well, it's, this it's, is a protection record? It's, it's a union thing, so yeah, basically. <laughs> um, it's a moblin. <laughs> now, is this, is this a deception check or do you I do, or do you actually represent the guild in dues collection? I, one of my um, flaws is I owe the guild quite a bit of debt, so they have me collecting. <laughs> so you do your That's awesome. Okay, well. So, uh, uh, if I need to roll shit, I mean, if I need to roll shit, then. <laughs> Uh, give She's me, like, come back here. We'll roll some shit. That's what the greenhouse is for. <laughs> <Yeah. over." laughs> yep. give, uh, uh, give me a persuasion roll just to just for shit again. <laughs> persuasion. Oh, which I am proficient in. Well, you're a drug dealer. You better. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a uh, twenty-four. Oh jeez. Oh, uh, I didn't realize it was that time of the month already. Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> Shark uh, rules. Somewhere Una giggles again. <laughs> Um, and she produces her ledger, which is, uh, you know, it's it's sort of like bound papyrus. Um, she grows her own paper. Um, Hello. <laughs> it's hemp. <laughs> everything is hemp, if you're hemp enough. Um, and uh, it just allows you to, to peruse the books. And she's, she goes to her cash box to start collecting what her normal union dues are. Yeah. I don't know what that would be that's on you and then what I would be either? responsible for. Two silver so. and five copper. <laughs> if you're a debt collector and they're using coin currency, maybe it's just a promissory note. Mm-hmm. Then you're not just carrying her cash. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh, it basically the equivalent of a check. She, ri- she writes her check for her monthly guild dues. She probably has holdings in there like a 401k. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Covers her health insurance. Weirdo. You know, this isn't, you know, my favorite part of, you know, being part of this establishment, but, you know. I understand. I just want to stay on the right side of the guild. Allow me to keep working. I need all the work I can get these days. Right, yes. Can I, can I interest you in anything while you're here? Oh, yeah. You know, you got that, um, that special curse. <laughs> <laughs> Follow me deeper into the greenhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing look, smirk from Kuspelad, turn away. <laughs> yeah. Time, times are tough. People need to find joy where they can get it. Yeah, he needs just to restock on that. <laughs> it's been legalized oh. in ten towns. Yep. That reminds me, Sai, uh, before you go, um, Ronaldo in East Haven was uh, asking around about some of your special mushrooms. Ronaldo, um, which, which one's that? Uh, he's the one that holds the exorcism twice a month. 
Oh, that Ronaldo. Hello. Um, is he in town? No, he's still in East Haven. He's doing his um East Haven. His his show. Um, if you ask around there, I'm sure they'll point you to whatever tavern he's operating out of these days. But uh, he he needs uh, he needs more of those mushrooms to see his ghosts. <laughs> Give me drugs so I can see my friend. <laughs> Grandma? Well, thank you. I'll uh, make sure to stop by and uh, see Ronaldo. He's one of my best customers. <laughs> Alright, well, it's good seeing you. I suppose uh, same time next month? Yep. Okay. Send that channel. <laughs> Um, do you guys want to peruse anything that she has for sale on your way out, or are you good? I'll window shop while they're having their guild conversation. I'm sure I've got a little time to kill while they go over the books. All right. Um, she has several potions for sale. Um, oil of slipperiness, potion of animal friendship, potion of climbing, potion of cold resistance, potion of fire breath. By the way, the potion of cold resistance has two price tags on it where they've been crossed up and marked up. Yep. Um, uh, potion of fire breath, potion of greater healing, potion of growth, potion of, uh, regular potion of healing, potion of hill giant strength, and potion of water breathing. Holy and this shit. price is listed. She got a stock for fucking days. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. What is the cost of the oil of slipperiness? It's marked at one seventy-five. Cool. Okay. Depends on how much she likes you. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I make a note about it. She she can get slippery with the best of them. Does it come in like a tube? <laughs> it's a big K and Y on the front of it. I don't know what it stands for. It's a single packet. You got to crack off the top. <laughs> uh, is that it for Pionis? <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, it sounded like that. <laughs> oh my god! You're talking um, about Pionis. <laughs> Speaking of holy penis, uh, we're going to the House of the Morning Lord next. <sighs> I'm not following up. <laughs> um. So as, as Nicolau is trudging through the snow, pulling this uh, travois with the, the corpse of Zhao, and and uh, uh, Una is, is with him, he will, uh, he will he will look down and um, um, it, loud enough for her, but not loud enough for everybody mm -hmm. around, and say, I get a very weird vibe in this town. I don't know about you. There's talk of human sacrifice, and and it just I. Oof. Are you from here? Are you from around here? Does this make does this make sense to you? Uh, and Uno will say, um, "I'm from Goodmead, and Brinchander is not the weirdest you will find in the ten towns." Uh, Brindine, what did you call it? What was the name of the town? Goodmead. 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 So she's over. Goodmead, not good meat. Yeah, she's so she's a little south. So, so he will ask you where it's from, and you just yeah. told him. So, well, then you are familiar with it. This land is totally, totally strange to me, but that is okay. Come, let us uh, let us deliver our friend, and then we will talk more. Um, hopefully, we're not too far from this. Uh, we're going. Oh, by the way, we're going to the temple of uh, the first one, the Morning Lord. Yep. Yep. Um. Lustery. Um. So as you approach the uh, the house of the Morning Lord, it is um, 
a two-story church building. You notice all the buildings here have uh, these very severely steeped roofs to keep the uh, the snowfall from accumulating. Um, and this one has taken that severe point and made a uh, sort of like a cathedral-style um, uh, front to it. Although it's all sort of the same, like, dark wood build. Um, and this has a... Uh, like a brass emblazoned sun above the front door to to be the holy symbol of Almanator. Um And uh, as you approach the door and, and open it up, you see that uh, there's uh, in the center of the the worship area is um, like a, a big brass like fire pit kind of thing that is uh, it's smolder it's not smoldering but like it's smoking like the fire has just been extinguished. Um, and uh, there is. Um, you know, rows of pews, and the uh, the lone figure on the inside is wearing the uh, the vestments of a, of a holy person and going around and making sure all the windows are battened down and closed and trying to keep what warmth is in the building inside. Um, and as soon as you uh, you enter, uh, she turns and faces you and, and sees that you're carrying, uh, you know, sort of precious cargo. And she makes the, the symbol of Aminator and... And says, oh, several lasting night has taken another one. Please, I'm so sorry for your loss. Um, how can I help? 